G'day, and welcome to Feed for Thought, a regular podcast from Pioneer covering everything from farm systems to crops and products and much, much more. Hi, I'm Matt Daly, and I'm with Ian and Wade again. Today we're going to pick up where we left off. Um, the gloves are on, we're about to take down growing on or buying in feed. The boys are getting a bit hyped up and so we thought we'd park it. We're back in the ring. Gloves are off, actually. Yeah, well, I, I, it's interesting how you're the moderator on this one again, Matt. You know, like yeah, you're, you're the yeah, one with the broken nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's a reason why I'm you've been in the out. ring before. <laughs> yeah. But um, let, let's explore it, guys. So we talked a little bit last last time, but I mean, what are the traditional reasons as to why we've we've grown on farm or been been promoting that message, Ian? Look, I mean, this has been a big part of my career over the last 25 years is that we've really encouraged people to think about growing feed on farm. And there's been a number of reasons. One, the whole pasture renewal thing, you know, how do we increase or how do we get new species of um, ryegrass and clover into our property? So run out pastures, um, just better performing pastures. The second one is getting rid of excess nutrients. So how do we actually get rid of uh, we can crop out a lot of nitrogen and, and, and potash, uh, at, at, particularly out of our um, fluent areas. Mm-hmm. The third one is getting a, a lower cost feed, so bringing in feed that's cheaper. A fourth one is making sure that you've actually got the feed that you um, need. So, you know, the whole feed security thing. A fifth one. Boy, I've got a few, haven't I? Yeah, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me finish my fifth one. Yeah. My fifth one is actually growing more total dry matter. Uh, and and, and, and then the last one is changing feed supply. So actually I'm um, using cropping to actually keep quality in the spring by taking a paddock out. Here because go, you're on a roll. And you. it would be boring if I just completely agreed with all of those. <laughs> so I'll pick up on your first one. How's pasture renewal? The, the reasons for growing crops on farm or feed on farm serving pasture renewal, the data would suggest that that's probably not serving that well. Do you want to allude to some of that data then? There's some data floating around uh, from, from DairyNZ and the Ruakura site there that suggests that you know, pasture production has been steadily declining over the last 20 or 30 years. Pasture renewal has been a big part of that. Ian, yeah. Uh, so I just want to just want to slow you up a little bit on on that. What's your response? <laughs> um, you got to think about the reason yeah. why it's been declining. So it's true. Uh, yeah. It's been going down at an average of about seventy kilograms, I think, of dry matter per hectare per year uh, since nineteen seventy nine. So I know the numbers reasonably well. But you've got to think why, and I think one of the key reasons why is because of climate change. And so therefore we're, we're asking a C3 plant, you know, a temperate pasture plant, to live in a tropical yeah. environment or developing. So we know maize is really, really great at, uh, it's a C4 plant, it likes the heat. And the second thing is that is that it's a lot more drought tolerant, so therefore Sure, it doesn't ask the question about pasture renewal, but it does mean that you've got a plant that is able to cope with. It's a pretty good answer, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> round one. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, look, we'll we'll give him that one. To, to, to be fair, it's a pretty good response. The other one that you you said in there was about that cost of feed. Yeah, and you know, in, in the past, often it's just looking at the total co- total cost divided by total volume of the crop. Yeah, it's been like four thousand bucks divided by, by twenty, 20 tons. Yeah, I think you quoted that even yeah. in the last podcast. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't account for some of the systems costs because you give away some pasture, obviously, in that calculation. And we want to be honest about how much you're giving away. I think my, you know my numbers would suggest that you give away about half the half the average of the pasture production for the year. So if you're growing 15 tons, tons you're giving away seven and a half. Oh yeah. When you do the numbers, should you be doing the numbers on 20 tons uh, minus your seven and a half? 
So what is it give you? <laughs> how close? How yeah. close are we coming here? Yeah. Well, well, we're talking. We're not getting twenty. We're now getting twelve and a half. Right. Uh, so if we're talking twelve and a half, it's costing about four thousand odd dollars to uh, to grow that crop. You're going to be somewhere between thirty and thirty five cents. Right. A kilo. Right. Which is a little bit more expensive than but doing it on the total crop. Still not as expensive as forty five or, or forty to forty five cents a kilogram of dry matter, which you'd be buying well, palm kernel at. Yes, or, correct. Or any or, other feed coming in the gate. Yeah, that's true. So even May size coming in, buying it, I hate to name prices out there yeah, at the yeah. moment, it's shot, but easily over 40, 45 cents. Yeah. So I guess that brings in, you're right, it is cheaper. So what we've ascertained there, it is cheaper. So it's just, you know, how much appetite for risk does the farmer want? You know, we've got, we're talking 30 cents or 35 cents versus maybe 40, 45 cents. If there's a 10 or 15 cent margin, is the farmer happy with that level of risk for some of the other benefits? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think one of the things that we're going to have to look at going forward is what are we doing with greenhouse gases? Mm. Rye and feed, you're going to have to pay for that carbon that you bring onto your farm. It is another another point in my favour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's counting? Who's yeah, exactly. Counting? exactly. Well, I just thought about another one that gets me. <laughs> Go on, shoot. You can, you can fight for weight as well. Oh, fight for weight. Uh, the other one is, He's is feeling it. sorry for me. Excess nutrient. I mean, you, 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 we, we never cost the cost of the nutrients coming on farm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the extra nitrogen and potash and phosphate and stuff coming onto a farm and, and board and feed. So it's actually the values of, of these positives, as you would say, Ian, against your risk weight. Yeah. That's right. And, 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 putting and, like, a risk profile. and and since Ian's been generous, I'll be a little generous. There is some value in the whole feed shifting. So typically if you were a pasture based, you'd be harvesting a, a surplus. Yep. And in the case of growing crops on farm, you know, you reduce the costs of harvesting surpluses in the spring by putting a crop in and transferring that feed to the autumn. And I'll flip Onto your side again. We're going to go complete reversal. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, and that's true if you're moderate to lower stock, but what happens if you're higher stocked and you actually don't have a feed surplus and you try and grow feed on farm? In that situation, you can actually create problems for you in summer, which means you have to end up buying in feed. Yep. And it actually adds to your cost. Right. Yeah. Well, so think, where have we got to? I think this has turned into a pillow fight, not a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, th- I think it comes back to, and I don't know how many times I've heard this out of your mouth, Ian, but it depends. Yeah. And so it depends on that, your risk profile or appetite for risk, and then putting a value on it. It's hard to cost some of the th- these things, but putting a value on it. Yeah, because, I mean, look, I'm a maize grower, as, as, as you may or may not know, and the farmer that buys feed in from me, used to grow maize on farm himself and then he stopped doing that and I was thinking you know why are you doing it or well, he worked out the differential the difference between you know the, the the volume of his crop and what he grows his pastures through that period of time was only about eight ton differential yeah. and he worked out that you know maize grown on farm in his situation was an expensive form of feed yeah. and even if he was paying an extra 10 cents a kilogram of dry matter I think in the circumstances it was still worth him buying in that feed because of the cost of risk. Growing on farm for him was expensive. I think that's a really good example, Ian. What we're saying is if you've got a really high-producing, high-performing, pasture-producing dairy farm, it is going to make those those cost savings to grow maize or grow a crop on farm uh, the margins a lot tighter. Yep. And it does emphasise the importance of really honing in on the, on the areas of the farms that are underperforming and ideally have access to effluent as a 
cheap source of nutrient. So here's a question for you. I mean, you, you're on the board of a, of a dairy farm. Mm. If someone came along and said, look, I'm going to, uh, I can, I can land that feed at a five cents dif- cost differential between what you can grow feed on farm and what you can buy it in, as, a, as a, on the board, would you say it's a big enough number for you? If the farm was a reasonably high producing farm in terms of, you know, it was good pasture production, you know, it might be 15, 16 tons of dry matter per hectare per year. No. So you you would say I'm going to buy it in and get I, the grower I, to take the I, risk. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that's my personal view. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, you know there no, might no, because be, I mean, might... I think that, though, that that's a real life example as well. So it, it really depends on what the differential cost is, eh? Yep. So yep. It, it depends. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, but yeah. It, we're seeing it out there. If guys do have any concerns or want to talk through this, do get in touch with us. We're more than happy to talk through this, as we said in our last podcast. Costs are becoming a, a ever pressing thing, and and the growing on or buying in discussion is is definitely prevalent right now. So, thank you very much for signing in to Feed for Thought. We look forward to being with you next time.